Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back, babe. Welcome to the new season of the Magnetic as Fuck podcast with me. Um, I don't know if I've done the intro by the time I upload this video, but I am planning on doing a new intro. So you'll either have that new intro now and you've just heard it, or we've just dived straight in and we're raw dogging this episode without the intro because, oh my goodness, like we're just in a new freaking era. Um, I took some time off to become a mum. to, uh, how, how do I even put into words the freaking expansion and the transformation that is becoming a mum. Like you just, it, it can't really be put into words. Um, but here we are. Um, and we are diving into oh, how to unfuck your love life, babe, with shadow work. Yeah, if you've been with me for a while, you'll know that I took um, a big bunch of time off. Um, I gave birth to a beautiful Sagittarius little girly girl and she is one now or like 14 months and she's just the most gorgeous wild little Sagittarius baby and yeah she's in daycare now a few days a week so I can come back to my work and it's just all freaking happening and I'm so excited to be back and to be working with my beautiful clients again to be working with some new beautiful people who are aligned with my soul work I'm working on some really incredible things this year. Um, speaking of which, in two weeks, I am hosting a free masterclass, Chosen and Cherished. Um, and I'll be sharing three sacred rituals for luring in love that lasts. So if you are ready to step into your big love vision in 2024, this is the space for you. Make sure that you join. Make sure that you save your seat because it is going to be so freaking potent and powerful. And in that masterclass, I'll be announcing my upcoming program and you'll be getting juicy early bird access at some really ridiculously incredible pricing. So you definitely want to be in that space. So today I want to talk about shadow work for love. Shadow work for love is something that we all need to do when we are wanting to get over our shit. Okay, you know what I mean. The past hurts, the past betrayals, the, you know, the events and the big things that we experience in our relationships. Also, if we are wanting to meet someone or attract new love, but maybe we keep attracting the the same low level love or we're struggling to meet people at all. Or when we come up against the same fucking triggers and bullshit and struggles when we are in relationships, then you know that you have some shadow work to do, babe. We all have a shadow side, okay? We all have shadow qualities. And when we're not aware of it, when we're not working with it, when we're not giving it love and we're just allowing it to be a conscious, active passenger, it ends up running the show and it keeps us stuck in the same fucking loops. So there are gifts, there are treasures and lessons from our shadow 
that we need to integrate. Those lessons, those gifts, those treasures do not come unless we integrate our shadow, unless we take a look at what's there. We give it the love, we give it the attention and we work with it. If we want to expand in love, if you want to have healthy relationships, if you want to stop getting in your own way and actively actually be fully available to feel and to give love without the drama, then you need to do your shadow work. Okay. And the easiest way to be doing this or maybe I should be saying the most accessible way to be doing our shadow work is to sit with ourselves and do some journaling. This is just the baseline and it is probably one of the most effective ways to start doing your shadow work. So this is just about setting the foundations and actually knowing what the fuck there is to work with here to, to get an awareness. And that awareness is so, so freaking key when it comes to integrating our shadows. And this is the work that extends way past just love. We have shadows with money. We have shadows with health. We have shadows with self-worth. There are so many things that we have shadow around, but today we are dialing in on love shadows so that you can create and hold, sustain the kind of love life that you actually fucking want to have. So our shadows form in our adolescence or like our foundational shadows, right? They form in adolescence and it's basically in every relationship interaction that we have, not just romantic, but the relationships that we have and that we observe with parents, with caregivers, teachers, siblings, friends, and of course, the people that we actually fucking date. So it's basically like this, okay? An event occurs, something happens. There is a result or a consequence of that event, We feel something about it or we feel something in response to it. And then we form a meaning that becomes a story, that becomes a belief. And our beliefs are the things that end up shaping our reality and our experiences because it is how we see the world. It is how we make sense of things. The filter through which we are able to process the information that we're taking in about the world, about the words that are said to us, about the ways that we are treated and the things that happen to us, right? So first, I want you to think of your relationships and for the purpose of love, we are really going to hone in and focus on the romantic relationships that we have observed and experienced ourselves. But think to the earliest time you can remember observing a romantic relationship. Okay. What did you witness there? What was that like? How did they treat and speak to and about each other? What did that teach you? What is really standing out? Is there a significant event or occurrence that just stands out in your memory? Okay, what was happening there? 
What about your early teen years? Did you date somebody or have crushes on people? How were you responded to by these crushes? What were those relationships like? What significant events happened? And what meaning did you take from that? What did it teach you? These are all things that begin to, I guess, I guess we, we create meaning around them. We make, we need to make sense of things. It's just what our brains do. Like we need to categorize, we need to put things in the place that most makes sense so that we can have an understanding of the world. So all of these things, they form our beliefs, they form our shadows. So slowly, as you sit and reflect and ask yourself these questions, you will start to see certain patterns forming and clear beliefs unearthing. These are your shadows. Well, not if you have positive things, right? If you have positive beliefs, that's obviously not a shadow. The shadows are the beliefs that make us feel scared or ashamed. It's basically anything that we want to avoid, right? All of those icky emotions and feelings that we don't want. So shame is such a big one. Shame, fear, all of those things. If you have beliefs that are rooted in those feelings or create those feelings, or you know you just want to avoid them altogether, it's pretty clear, a pretty clear indication that that is a shadow that you need to work with. So these are the things that are calling for your attention. These are the things that are calling for your love to be seen, to be heard, to be felt, acknowledged and integrated so that you can evolve, so you can make a change and move forward. So each shadow does have a blessing and it can inform us of our values and our needs in love. And these are so fucking fundamental when it comes to creating healthy and fulfilling relationships that expand us and support us into becoming the humans and the magical people who we came here to become. So if one of your shadows, for an example, is abandonment and you have a deep seated fear of being left because that's what happened with a parent or a partner, then maybe you desire and what you value and what you need is safety, security, commitment, right? So Our fears and our shadows in love can show us what it is that we need and what it is that we value, okay? How can you love this part of you that feels abandoned? When was the first time or the most significant time that you felt this way? Can you imagine you now coming into that memory from a third-person perspective, come to your past self and give them what they need? whether that's a hug or some loving words, someone to hold their hand and take them somewhere safe, someone to tell them, 
I'm here and I'm not going anywhere. I've got you, right? This is something that you can do as a self-guided meditation, a self-guided practice after doing, you know, some journaling and sitting with and unearthing what these shadows are, where they come from, what they're rooted from. You can journal and write it like a story. You can, you know, these are two powerful ways you can show up for your past self in that moment. So the first way is to do a self-guided meditation to come in and give yourself what you need from a third person perspective. And the other way is you can write it like a story. So writing yourself as the third person coming in and giving yourself what you need in that moment. And this isn't about gaslighting. This isn't about denying what happened. It isn't about denying your reality or changing the reality of what it was or what happened. But it's just about now giving yourself what you need. And that's all it is. It's as simple as that. So how can you give yourself and and show yourself commitment now? So coming back to that shadow of abandonment, the value and need of commitment, how can you now give yourself and show yourself commitment? In what ways can you show up for yourself now in your life, in your relationships, in your day-to-day habits and routines and give yourself the opposite of abandonment, of that abandonment that you felt, right? So because a part of that integration is, you know, I see you, I see where you're coming from, I see why, and I am now going to give you what you need by creating something different. It has to start with you. If you want commitment from a partner, it has to start with you. If you want adoration and appreciation, it has to start with you. This is not only because how we show up for ourselves can in some ways inform us how others and the world respond to and show up for us, but because you need to be fucking aware and so grounded in your needs, values, that you know what it feels like when a relationship is in congruence with that or when it's not. So it's also about loving yourself enough to know that you do deserve more, that you do deserve to have your needs met. You do deserve to have your values reflected in your relationships because of the person that you get to be when they are and you'll be less likely to settle when it doesn't. So I'm going to give you some journaling prompts now so that you can get started and set that foundation and create the awareness so that you can know what you're working with, right? Identifying what those shadows are and what those beliefs are that you want to work with. So if you want to pause and write these down, if you want to pause and journal in real time, whatever is good for you, then I'm going to guide you through a short meditation where we will meet with just one memory And then you can experience the feeling of showing up for yourself um, and for that shadow with love. And then this is something that you can then continue to do for yourself as you need and as they arise. So the thing to note as well is that shadow work is something that we continuously have to show up for in our lives because we will keep getting triggered. Okay, 
They don't just go away. It's not the purpose of shadow work. We're not trying to get rid of your shadow. We are trying to integrate it. We are trying to um, show it love, to let it be a part of you and to extract the gifts and the blessings, right? So we are learning and practicing integration so that we can stop feeling hurt and stop hurting ourselves and being hurt by others. And so that we can, yeah, experience the expansion that our shadows are inviting us into. So get out your journal and let's get started. Let's get into these prompts. So the first prompt, you might want to write it down. Okay. Think of the most impactful relationships you have had or witnessed in your life. Make a list of all of them. Okay. So that's the first one. You can either pause and do that now, or you can just write all of these down and do them later. The second prompt. Okay. Going through each one of these relationships what were the most significant or memorable things that happened? Okay. And these can be good and bad, and we definitely don't want to shy away from the negative things. Okay. This is the, where the work is, is going through those feelings that we are afraid to look at or want to avoid, or that we feel shame around. Okay. So the third prompt, what happened? How did you feel? What did you learn? Okay, the fourth prompt, what beliefs do you have that can be rooted to those events? So specifically the beliefs that you have about relationships, beliefs about how lovable you are and and what it is like to love you and to be loved by you. What do you believe is bound to happen in your relationships or doomed to occur? Okay. Five, the fifth prompt. What unconscious beliefs could have also occurred as a result of those events? Okay. Six. How have some of these beliefs, events, or feelings continued to show up in your relationships up until now? So this is just about identifying the patterns. Where is it reoccurring? Seven, what feels like the most reoccurring or prevalent out of all of them? Okay, eighth prompt. What could be the need or desire here? And the final prompt I have is what do you value in relationships as a result? So after you journal on these and you'll either be doing this now or a bit later, you'll hopefully have a pretty good gauge on what's going on, what you need and what you value and where to start working with your shadow. So taking the most prevalent standout piece, 
What is the most significant or memorable time in all your relationships where you have experienced this shadow or the feeling associated with it? So we're just going to be choosing one moment, one memory, one event, right? So for this, I would advise you not to choose a traumatic event at this time because this is a podcast recording. I am not qualified or equipped to support you through a traumatic memory. So you want to go for something else, okay? Something that you can move through um, in this self-guided capacity, okay? So close your eyes if it feels safe. And if it's accessible to you, if you can't do this practice right now, I want to invite you to pause this episode and perhaps come back later when you do have the time and you have the space and the privacy to focus on this. So come into your body, breathing deeply, noticing how it feels to be here. Noticing what emotion is present, what sensations in your body are present, noticing what thoughts are present in this moment. And as you breathe, You relax. And as you're breathing and relaxing, I want you to bring the memory to mind that you would like to work with. The event that you thought of. And letting that image or vision become clear in your mind. Noticing where you are, noticing how old you are, noticing who else is there, and just let your vision of what is happening, what occurred in this event or memory, allow it to play out in your mind. Allowing whatever feelings arise to just have their moment, to just be and exist. You can identify them without assigning meaning. Notice how you feel. Notice what thoughts are coming up here. And when you find yourself at the part of this memory that feels the hardest, where this shadow 
is most prevalent. I want you to imagine, see, feel or know that your future self, so the version of you now, or your higher self, whichever feels safest and most comforting to you. Imagine this version of yourself stepping into the room. Watch them as they walk over to you, approaching you, standing or kneeling at your side. They take your hand. And noticing, identifying what it is that you need in this moment. What is the opposite of this shadow? What is it that you need? And imagine this version of yourself giving that to you now. Imagine them taking your hand and guiding you from the room. Taking you somewhere else where you are loved and safe, where you are seen and heard and valued. And just allowing them to take you from this space now, knowing that you don't have to stay here. That you can give yourself what you need. Imagine this version of you coming forward and embracing you now. Telling you that you are safe. That they understand. That you deserve better. More. And that they are guiding you to that now. Bring your awareness back to your physical body now. And when you feel ready, you can open your eyes. So this is one very quick, short, simple way to start to give yourself what you need. Such a big piece of shadow work is just simply having that awareness. It's not about getting rid of that part of you. It's not about getting rid of that sensation or that belief. It's about knowing that this is something that is going to come up for you 
in your most triggered moments in relationship and having that awareness means that you can show up in that moment or in the moments following and give yourself what you need so that you can stop playing out unhealthy patterns and being stuck in situations that um, aren't good for you, that hinder your growth and that keep you from really truly, freely giving and receiving the love that you want. So I really hope that this podcast episode, very short but very freaking potent to the point, hope that it has helped you. If it has, let me know. I would love to hear. Make sure that you join me for my upcoming free masterclass if you would like to lure in love that lasts and feel cherished, feel chosen, feel devoted to and have a hot, lush, luxe love life. Thank you so much for tuning in, babes. I'll see you in the next one.